For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Ten Tribes. This is part four of the series. Shalom, and welcome to the Hebraic Heritage Ministries Yeshiva Discipleship Program and the book, A Matter of Return, by Raphael Eisenberg. On page 129, he explains how Ephraim and Judah, or the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, differed ideologically and politically. He writes, The ten tribes, Reuben, Simeon, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulun, Ephraim, and Manasseh, seceded from the tribes of Judah and Benjamin in the days of King Rehoboam, the son of King Solomon. Jeroboam reigned over the ten tribes known as the kingdom of Israel, while Rehoboam remained as the ruler of the kingdom of Judah. The two groups differed not only politically, but ideologically as well. The kingdom of Judah adhered to God and his commandments at least externally, while the kingdom of Israel, also called Ephraim, after the leading tribe of those who seceded, turned to idolatry and assimilation among the neighboring countries. About 721 before the Common Era, the ten tribes were exiled by the king of Assyria, who carried Israel away into Asher and placed them in Halah and Havor by the river of Gozan and in the cities of the Modai. In the book Moses and the original Torah by Abba Hillel Silver, he also explains how that not only did the ten tribes and the house of Judah differ, but they are not united today. Two distinct traditions are reflected in the historical and legal writings of the Bible, one of northern Israel and the other of southern Judah. In a sense, Israel and Judah were always two separate peoples. They were never truly united, even during the period of the United Kingdom. These two people shared a common racial origin and many ancestral memories, but their historical experiences from earliest times differed sharply. In the book, A Matter of Return by Rabbi Raphael Eisenberg, on page 130, he writes, According to Arbabanel, the return of the ten tribes at the time of the redemption or the messianic era is one of the principles of our faith and 
This is found in Mashmia Yeshua, the fourth principle of faith. Arbabanel refers to the prophecies to this effect of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Hosea, Obadiah, Micah, and Zephaniah. Orthodox Jews pray three times a day for the ingathering of the exiles. In the book, The Messiah Texts, by Raphael Patai on page 181 he writes one of the great themes of the messianic cycle is that of the kibbutz galuot the ingathering of the exiles from the four corners of the earth ever since the destruction of jerusalem and the temple by the romans in the year 70 jews have prayed three times a day for the ingathering which we're going to see shortly from appendix one which was for them synonymous with redemption closely associated with it are the ten lost tribes of israel exiled by the assyrians in 721 before the common era and believed to dwell beyond the river Sabathian. These tribes will be ingathered by the Messiah in the land of Israel together with the diaspora of the West. In the Messiah text by Raphael Patai on page 321 in the appendix, it says that the Amidah, which is the 18 benedictions, contains a prayer for the ingathering of the exiles. The request for redemption and the coming of the Messiah addressed to God as part of the Amidah prayer, popularly referred to as the 18 benedictions, together with the Shema or Hero Israel, is the most important Jewish daily prayer recited three times every day. This prayer was edited by Rabban Gamaliel II, soon after the destruction of the Jerusalem temple by the Romans in the year 70. The full text of the 7th, 10th, 14th, 15th benedictions read as follows, and we are only going to share the 10th benediction, and the 10th prayer of the Amidah goes as follows, blow the great shofar for our freedom and lift up a banner to gather our exiles and gather us together from the four corners of the earth. Blessed are you, O Lord, who gathers the banished of your people, Israel. In the book, A Matter of Return by Rabbi Raphael Eisenberg on pages 129 and 130, he explains that there is a Talmudic dispute regarding will the ten tribes ever unite with Judah. There is a Talmudic dispute that is found in Sanhedrin 1.10 as to whether the ten tribes will return to the Jewish people. Rabbi Akiva states that the ten tribes will not return. According to Rabbi Eliezer, however, their darkness will light up for them in the future, which means that they will return. Both opinions are based on different interpretations of the biblical prophecy that is found in Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 27 and cast them into another land as it is this day rabbi akiva asserts that just as this day passed never to return so too the ten tribes are gone and will not return you see the ten tribes had not united with 
with Judah in the days of Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva proclaimed Bar Kokhba as the Messiah. And because the ten tribes hadn't been united with Judah, he had to take the position that they were not going to unite if he's going to proclaim Bar Kokhba the Messiah. However, Rabbi Eliezer, on the other hand, interpreted the same passage as it is this day to mean that as the day grows dark and lightens up again, so too the ten tribes' utter darkness will become bright for them. Our sages determined the Halakha that the ten tribes which disappeared in Assyria shall return. Their decision is quoted in the Tosefta to Sanhedrin chapter 13, which describes another disputation concerning the ten tribes' return based upon the same passage. As it is this day is explained as meaning that if their deeds remain as they were this day, they will not return. On the other hand, if they are not, that is, if they have repented for and corrected their actions, they will return. So let's summarize what we've covered so far. The two kingdoms of the nation of Israel, northern kingdom, southern kingdom, or Ephraim and Judah, differed ideologically and politically. The lost ten tribes are not united with the house of Judah today. Orthodox Jews pray three times a day for the ingathering of the exiles, which means the reunification of the ten tribes with Judah, which means they don't believe that the ten tribes have united with Judah. The Amidah contains a prayer for the ingathering of the exiles, and we mentioned and read the tenth prayer of the Amidah. An Orthodox Jewish halakha is that the lost ten tribes will unite with the house of Judah and will do so in the end of days at the dawn of the Messianic era. In the book, Mashiach, The Principles of Mashiach in the Messianic Era in Jewish Law and Tradition by Jacob Emanuel Shohet on page 20 under the section The Ingathering of the Exiles of Israel, he writes, Through Messiah shall be effected the ingathering of all the exiles of Israel. The proof texts that are given that the Messiah will ingather the exiles of Israel are Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 3 and 4, Isaiah chapter 11 verses 11 and 12 and verse 16, Isaiah chapter 43 verses 5 and 6, Amos chapter 9 verses 14 and 15, Jeremiah chapter 23 verses 7 and 8, Ezekiel chapter 39 verse 25 and verses 27 through 29. On page 21 and 22 of Mashiach, the principles of Mashiach in the Messianic era in Jewish law and tradition, Jacob Emmanuel Shohet writes, the ten tribes of the northern kingdom of Israel exiled by the Assyrians before the destruction of the first temple in 2 Kings chapter 17 and dispersed beyond the river Sabathian in the mountains of darkness will return in the end of days. Sources for that is in the Talmud, Sanhedrin 110b, Midrash, Bamidbar or Numbers Rabbah 16.25 and there are other sources as well that are mentioned here. In the Mashiach, the principles of Mashiach in the Messianic era in Jewish law and tradition by Jacob Emanuel Shohet, page 22, he explains that the reuniting of the ten tribes with Judah will be fulfilled and this is biblical prophecy and covenant.
This divine promise of the return and restoration of Israel is unconditional. It will occur even if the people should not want to return. And the scriptural evidence for this thought is Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 32 through 37, and verses 40 through 42. Also, Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 22 through 25. In the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides or the Ramban on page 27 he explains that Jeremiah chapter 30 and specifically verses 2 and 24 speak about the ten tribes and ultimately the unification with Judah. Among the prophecies in the book of Jeremiah which speak of the future redemption is the section write thee all the words that I have spoken unto you. That's Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 2. There the prophet said, In the end of days you shall consider it. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 24. At that time, says the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of the earth. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 25 in a Jewish published Bible. Now the ten tribes are among the families of Israel. Thus, this prophecy addresses itself to a redemption other than that of the Babylonian exile from which only the tribes of Judah and Benjamin were redeemed. It is similarly explained in that section that this verse refers to Ephraim who represents the kingdom of the ten tribes. We're going to go on and look at the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides on page 28 where he explains as well that Ezekiel chapters 16, 20, and 36 is written to the ten tribes. In the words of Ezekiel, there are many prophecies which concern the future. In his prophetic utterance, he spoke of the return of the captivity of Jacob, that is Ezekiel chapter 39 verse 25, and the captivity of Samaria, Ezekiel chapter 16 and verse 53, meaning the ten tribes of Israel. Ezekiel Stated, For in my holy mountain, in the mountain of the height of Israel, says the Lord God, there shall all the house of Israel, all of them, serve me. That's Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 40. The use of this double expression, all the house of Israel, all of them, serves the purpose of strengthening and verifying the thought that all their tribes will be included in the scope of this prophecy. It is thus a prophecy for the future. Similarly, the prophet returned to that theme again stating and I will multiply men upon you all the house of Israel, even all of it. Ezekiel in chapter 36 and verse 10. So he's explaining here that all these prophecies speak about a future reunification of the ten tribes with Judah that has not happened yet. In the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides on page 29 he explains how Ezekiel 37 will be fulfilled in the end of days. This is similar to the prophecy of take you one stick. 
which is Ezekiel in chapter 37 and verse 16, in which redemption for Israel and Judah is recorded. If we were to say that Israel here means Benjamin, that is the second tribe that is aligned with Judah of the southern kingdom, it is however clearly written for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions, which is a reference to the tribe of Benjamin, which was always associated with the kingdom of Judah. Therefore, it cannot be said that the term Israel alone, without the additional expression, his companions, could be referring to the tribe of Benjamin. There it is further written for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel, his companions, meaning the other nine tribes. The entire section is self-explanatory. The two kingdoms, Judah and Israel, will become one kingdom in the hands of David. When this prophecy was uttered, Israel was then in the Babylonian exile, and since then there has been no kingdom of Ephraim and no all Israel. There, in that prophecy, it is written, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forever. That is the prophecy of Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 28. The explanation then by Nachmanides is that Ezekiel in chapter 37 is speaking about a future reunification of Ephraim and Judah that did not happen historically in the return from Babylon and did not happen historically in the days of the kings. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, volume 2, page 417, it comments regarding Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 6 that in the end of days the ten tribes will return to the land of Israel. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 6 reads, And I will strengthen the house of Judah and deliver the house of Joseph, and I will bring them back, for I will have mercy upon them, and they will be as though I had never cast them out. The commentary is, Deliver the house of Joseph. This is a reference to the ten tribes. I will bring them back, meaning to the land of Israel, and they will dwell there in peace and security, which is associated with the Messianic era. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, volume 2, page 308, it explains that the ten tribes will only return and be united with Judah at the time of the Messianic redemption or the Messianic era. Other exiles, in particular, the ten tribes, were to be found in very distant places and they would not return to their ancestral home at this time. They will only return in the end of days at the time of the final redemption. In the book Ephraim, the Gentile Children of Israel by Yardavidi, on page 207, in the chapter on Christianity and the lost ten tribes, he explains that Ephraim has been scattered into all the nations of the earth, but they're primarily located in the west. The lost ten tribes, according to scripture, were to be taken to a north country, to the west, to the northwest, to Zarephath, to be in the isles of the sea, to become seafarers, to be at the ends or the geographical 
geographical extremities of the earth to be rich and powerful and beneficial to mankind. All of these and many more prophesied characteristics of the lost Israelite tribes are listed in the Bible. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 1, page 489, commenting and referring to Obadiah, chapter 1 and verse 20, it mentions that the exiles of Israel were among the Canaanim as far as Zarephath and in Sepharad. The commentary to who or what Zarephath and Zepharad is, is that Zarephath refers to France and as an extension England and Sepharad refers to Spain. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 1, page 490, the commentary to Obadiah chapter 1, verse 20 reads, According to Rashi, that exiled host of the children of Israel who were among the Canaanim refer to the ten tribes. They were exiled from Canaan to Zarephath. Some say Zarephath means France and Zephyrod means Spain. This entire prophecy pertains to the future redemption. There was a period of time in history when England was considered a part of France, or Zarephath. Rabbi Tanhum identifies Zarephath as France. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 1, pages 190 and 191, referring to Hosea, chapter 11 and verse 10 which says he will roar like a lion when he roars the children will come trembling out of the west the commentary is but a time will come that is the time of redemption when he roars in the voice of God the children of the living God then in exile in the west will come trembling to leave their exiles. So the ten tribes are going to return back to the land of Israel from the west. When they return to the land of Israel, among the places where they will return unto is Gilead and Lebanon, as stated in Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 10. In the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, volume 2, page 419, referring to Zechariah 10.10, which says, I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon, and even so, there will not be room enough for them. It says, I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon. The ingathered exiles will be settled both on the eastern side of the Jordan. And the Torah Anthology to the Twelve Prophets, Volume 2, page 106, it says that the ten tribes will return to Bashan and Gilead as is stated in Micah chapter 7 verse 14 which reads, Tend your people with your staff, the flock of your heritage. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead as in the days of old. The commentary is, Some say the flock of your heritage pertains to the ten tribes. As it says, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. Psalm chapter 80 and verse 1. A summary of these points is as follows. The Messiah will gather the exiles of Israel. Ephraim and Judah will be united in the end of days. The lost ten tribes would be scattered to the ends of the earth but would be located mainly in the west in the end of days. The ten tribes will return to the land of Israel and specifically to the mountains of Israel, Judea and Samaria, as it says in Ezekiel in chapter 13. 
37, verses 21 and 22. Lebanon, Bashan, and Gilead in the end of days. That is the dawn of the Messianic era. In the book, Ephraim, the Gentile Children of Israel by Yardaviti, on page 224, he explains how in the prophets there is an allusion or a reference to the ten lost tribes in Christianity. Under the section entitled Hebrew Verbal Roots, Yardaviti writes, The root Nun, Zadi, and Resh is that from which the word Notzri, meaning Christian, is derived, allegedly in honor of Nazareth, Nazareth, which was considered the hometown of Jesus. Well, that's going to conclude part four of the series on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Ten Tribes. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts in order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others. We are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.